0: Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. I love gizmos. Let's Talk Computers and
1: Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with WMAY. Ah, yes, it is another Saturday and it's time for Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. It is producer Kyle got uh, actually I think it's associate producer Kyle today. We got producer Dave behind the board. So, um, we also have Bull here from BLH Computers. Morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning guys. How are we doing today? Not I'm good. doing doing all right. Good. Say I'm here, Brian's in Vegas. Oh, he's in Vegas. We were actually talking about that off air um, uh, with uh, Bill Oglesby because he had a story about how he was talking about how something was hot as heck. It was like, you know, 110, 120. And I told him, like, when we went to break, I was just was like, I was going to interject and just say, oh, they were in Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And they were in Nevada because it is. No, nope, he might be there
2: gambling. I'm sure he's probably there eating some good food, but he is definitely there working. Mm. We, uh, He has to go at least once a year to all of our downstreams, and then he has to visit actually their downstreams as well. So we make sure that any of the recycles that come through our building, they go to legit places. They don't end up in the ocean or in landfills, anything like that. So um, we don't have, like, another one of those lithium battery type places? Yeah, exactly. where, you know, Okay, okay. Uh, he has to show up at these places, inspect the buildings. I mean, all he has to do is take a selfie, like, hey, I showed up at this building at this time. But he walks around the locations, checks out how you store things, where you're shipping things to, how you package things. I mean, it's very—we have very strict rules we have to follow as far as being the e-Stewart
1: certified. Yeah, because when uh, people hear that e-Stewart certified uh, recycler, BLH Computers, that just isn't a piece of paper that got printed off— and no, it's just yeah. you're an Easter, There, there is stuff that has to go into that. Yeah,
2: they had to do a lot
1: of research. We had to follow
2: these very specific guidelines on just how we package things, how we store things, how we ship things, where we ship things to, uh, the things that we accept. Like we don't accept smoke detectors or carbon monoxide detectors because we just don't have a reliable way to dispose of them. Um, for the most part, you're supposed to contact the manufacturer on those and see what they want you to do with them.
1: And uh, when uh, people are kind of maybe looking through there, because I, I know uh, garage sales, yard sales are happening, you know, kind of in the mid-summer as kids are going back to school, you know, p- uh, parents are getting rid of stuff. Uh, maybe they're looking through some of those uh, those, uh, those toys, those laptops, those desktops, those switches. Uh, what stuff does BLH computers uh, take for recycling?
2: Uh, we take anything that doesn't come from the kitchen or the bathroom. Um, so we take a wide array of things. We don't take, like, electronic toothbrushes or anything along those lines. There are some uh, pregnancy tests that mm-hmm. actually have, like, a dis- little display in them with a battery. So those would need to be recycled. But those aren't something that we would accept because they are a hazardous component because, you know, mm-hmm. you yeah, – Yeah, yeah right. No, we we, so, we get it. Uh, Certain things like that, um, I don't actually remember what is supposed to happen with something like that. If it was just the back part of it, we would be able to take that, but if it's the entire thing together, we wouldn't be able to.
1: All right. Yeah. And if uh, anybody has any questions for a bowl of uh, BLH computers, if it's a tech question, uh, software related, uh, give us a call two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Now, um, uh, d- me and Dave were talking about this earlier because he actually saw this before he came in today. Uh, Windows three sixty five. I had actually, I, I'll, I'll be, uh, I'll admit, I, I'm more of an Apple guy, so yeah. window anything Windows, I, I I'm always. Two, three behind. Uh, can you give us maybe kind of like an update on what uh, Windows 365 is? Uh, as far as I know, I, I don't use uh, Windows 365, but it's a subscription service to
2: uh, the Microsoft package. So, like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, all those sort of. Although, so and it
3: programs? Yeah. Okay. And more cloud-based, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. So it's something that you pay for per monthly or per yearly. You have access to it. I think you have a limited number of computers, so like three or five computers you can put it on. but uh, And you can access all of your documents through any computer you're able to log in through. And now is this supposed to be different than Windows 11? Um, I'm not 100% sure, actually. Windows 11 is still fairly new. I haven't done a whole lot of research on it. Uh, I imagine that uh, 365 will be the same on Windows 10 and Windows 11, and you'll be able to talk between different computers with
1: uh, different operating systems. Is that like something new that uh, Windows has joined in on of more of the cloud-based... Um, subscription subscriptions, services, platforms, yeah. you know, um, I've, I've noticed that just, you know, in the newer, you know, Windows 10 computers that we had here that, you know, when you were logging in, it was, you know, sign into your Microsoft cloud account. Yeah. And, you know, before it was just a standalone. And we've talked about that in the past of is it just a standalone computer or is it connected to a cloud service or something like that? Yeah.
2: And any new computers, anything that comes with the absolute latest version of Windows 10 or Windows 11, uh, will force you to create a Microsoft account. If you unhook it from the Internet, you actually have to, have, to, have to actually physically turn your Wi-Fi off if you're connected wirelessly because it, it asks you connect wirelessly before you get to this step. Um, so if you just buy a computer, take it home, and you're just setting it up for the first time, it will ask you to connect wirelessly, and then it will ask you to create a Microsoft account. You can disconnect the Microsoft account once you create it, but you do have to create an account to get through this process unless you actually physically turn your Internet off. <laughs> It's. I I think it's very annoying. Uh, Previously, you used to be able to just hit create a local account, and then it would not force you to create a Microsoft account, but they are wanting more and more people on these cloud-based subscriptions. It's just more data that they get. Even if it's a username and a password, it's still, if I can go and immediately disconnect my account, you still have my account Mm -hmm. information. So.
1: And it, uh, obviously, you can say the pros, the cons. The pros are you can go to probably any computer and log into that account and yeah. get your data that you have saved on there back. So yeah. there, there's a pro. But you also mentioned a con is also. Just they, they, just, they, they, yeah, they they have, they they have your. Da- they have one more piece of data from you, which means— uh, It's
2: actually- harder to stay disconnected from these sort of things, so it's start harder to be my own standalone person without Microsoft knowing everything I'm doing, without Facebook knowing everything I'm doing, without Google knowing
1: everything I'm doing. It's just getting more and more difficult. And that kind of brings up something else that we uh, saw this morning, that the uh, ransomware that hit uh, Virginia Tech this week, uh, they, they say no data was compromised or anything like that, but it also made me just ask the question, sometimes people hear ransomware, what is ransomware? What what, what, it, what is involved with that?
2: It's typically somebody else taking control of your computer, either just getting in or taking full control of it. They usually encrypt your data. So it's locked down. You can't open it. You can't transfer it. You can't do anything with it at all unless you put a very specific long password into it, and they will give you that password once you pay them typically millions of dollars. Um, at that point, maybe it's cheaper to get a new computer. <laughs> depends on what the data is. We've seen uh, Chicago, New York police stations have had their data encrypted, and they've ended up paying these people because you, if the people didn't unencrypt this stuff, nobody would pay at all. So there is a chance that you don't get your data back if you pay them, but that's the only way to guaranteeably have a chance of getting your data back. Uh, If you have backups of your stuff, that is the best way. Just create a backup, anything that would be critical, for you to lose, create a backup somewhere offline. Create a secondary, a third backup. How, ma- how many backups sure. should you actually have?
1: Uh, I, when I was in uh, when I was in college, uh, my uh, my professor he was he was uh, very much into the uh, tech stuff, and he would always have about three different backups and one physically that was site.
2: Yeah. Okay. So I have I have my main hard drive in my computer. I have a storage drive in my computer that I save everything to. That's my first backup. If my computer were to explode, my backup and my Original or gone, so that's not necessarily a backup. It's just a second copy of things. If one of my drives goes down, I have cloud-based service, so we I have everything stored to the cloud as well. And then I also have a uh, standalone, uh, sol- or sorry, a standalone terabyte drive that I plug in about once a month and transfer everything over to it. So I have something that's completely disconnected from everything. It's plugged in, in or it's unplugged in a corner somewhere. And when I'm going through just my standard. Once a month, time to update my data, make sure everything's taken care of. Transfer all my pictures. God, I take so many pictures of <laughs> my kids now.
1: <laughs> I wasn't a picture guy until I had two children, and now I <laughs> now just, you take oh, oh all kinds of pictures. Yeah, but now you got to go back, you know, like when they're when they're older, you can go back uh, through all say, those drives and say, yeah. "This was you at two. This it was, was two. you at yeah. four. So, and it is important for me to take that drive and probably
2: every three or four years to copy everything over to another drive. Uh, drives go bad over time.
1: and internet with BLH computers 217 629 7970 here with Bull from BLH computers taking your uh, taking your uh, phone calls about uh, technology and stuff like that uh, so if you have a uh, if you have a uh, Question for Bull, and uh, give us a call to 1-7-6-2-9-7-9-70. We were talking about, uh, we've talked about uh, Windows 365. We've talked about ransomware, hitting Virginia Tech, and uh, the best ways to uh, back up your stuff. And uh, Bull, uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, back when uh, I was filling in uh, for Doc as well. Uh, it was the Hubble Telescope. Yeah. It is now back on its main. Yeah, they th- they found out it was a
2: power control unit, power supply. <laughs> Went out. Yeah. Luckily, they had more available that they were able to. I don't. I didn't see if they had it on board or if they had managed to send one out to it. But uh,
1: everything. The, yeah. the, the story I saw was everything is back up and running okay. and it, all is good. And it kind of brought up that thing of just thinking about the Hubble Space Telescope is up there. it had been launched, you know, in the early '80s, yep. and so they had to launch this thing with technology that they didn't even know if it was even gonna be supported in one year two years three years and that all this time later it has to be put over to a secondary operating system because the first one went down finally finally yeah. you know and it's in like like we were talking about uh with the uh, backup drives that you just plug in something this is something that is millions of mi- you know th- hundreds of thousands of miles up in yeah. space this isn't just bring it back down and yeah we can't just casually send a
2: repair person up and deal with it <laughs> But, yeah, just the the technology boom that we had in the late 80s and early 90s, the advancements that we made in that amount of time is astonishing. So to think that this is made with some of the components before we really, really started to nail down electronics is just mind-boggling. It is. Think of some of the old CRT TVs we get in, some of the cathode tubes that are inside of those, some of the capacitors that are bigger than AAA
1: batteries that you can get now, and those are the components that make up. It, it, it is just mind blowing. So if you if you have a question for Bowler for uh, BLH Computers that they can help you with two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. This is Let's Talk Computers with uh, Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. We got associate producer Kyle, uh, producer Dave in studio. Um, running the board. Yeah, but running <laughs> running the board. And uh, something that I saw. How much time we got over there, Dave? We got uh, we got six minutes for yeah, this about one. Six uh, something I saw this morning was over the past sixteen months. Obviously, the whole pandemic uh, sending people home, uh, sending people more remotely, um, was actually a story about how the older generation, how the older generation was was dealing with this. And it was about a woman who got a computer at the beginning of the pandemic and wanted to obviously stay in connection with her, you know, her family, her grandkids and all that stuff. And actually, the story went started off by saying, it's been 16 months and I have not taken this thing out of the box. And the whole Eesh. story was about the sort of, I guess she was scared to even open the box up and start the process to be connected with things cuz apparently yeah, makes sense phone you know the phone calls were still enough to do that um and so it kind of went into this thing of what is the best way and we run into it when we're out at a the, bike uh, du- the, the WQLZ bike nights of we've ch- changed our way of registration over to QR codes um and it's it's simpler you don't have to touch a lot of things um, but most some people walk up and they are truly worried. and it's not only, yeah. I, I don't even think it's really so much with the data stuff. They're just they scared about using the technology. Yeah. And so what we do with it is really it just becomes, Talk them through it. And we we have found that some people that were adamant that I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to use my phone. They have a smartphone, but they don't want to use all of the capabilities for it. They found that once we walk through them a couple of times, they're coming up the next week yeah. scanning it, and no and, and, and they got it. And so it made me – when I was reading this like uh, article and I think that was the Washington Post, it just kind of went of – is it just sometimes that we as, I don't know, millennials or anything like that, when grandma starts saying, I need computer help, we just kind of roll our eyes and, oh, okay, grandma's trying to get on the thing, but just sit down and teach them the basics, yeah, honestly, one of the most difficult
2: aspects of my job is not getting frustrated that people need help with these sort of things. You need help because you don't remember your email password. Okay, well, we can walk you through that process. It's, it is something that you are capable of doing at home. There are steps that you can follow. Uh, I mean, coding a, pro, or coding a computer is something you can learn at home. It is something you are capable of doing with a computer just right off the bat. you got to know how to step into it, and like you're saying, you have to not be afraid to do something like this. I think a lot of older people are afraid of technology because it's it's a whole new world. It's the internet specifically is just a whole separate world to step into, where if you need just an email address and a password, how do we know you're not selling that data to so and so or so and so is going to hack you? And then now my grandson is saying they're trapped in Mexico and I need to buy fifty Apple. You got a prince cars. sending you an
1: email saying yeah. that you know I'm I need four I need you know.
2: So Four thousand dollars. The yeah. more you put yourself out there, the more vulnerable you are to these sort of things. Brian is very adamant about he doesn't have a Facebook account. He's not going to create one. He doesn't want his wife to put any pictures of him on Facebook. He
1: tries very hard to keep any pictures of him off of the internet. I've actually never seen Brian. When he comes in here, he he just wears just a, a yeah. He, yeah. He just wears. He, he has like the box over his head. I I've I've never seen Brian. He's actually. also
2: talked to me about getting VR for him and his wife and possibly some of the kids. Um he's interested in the Oculus Quest 2, you need a Facebook account for it. You have to. There's no way around it. You have to have a Facebook account for the Quest 2. So if he wanted to get that one, that's the one that's completely standalone. You can play it in your living room. He can play it at work. You can play it in the bathroom if you wanted to. Uh, You got to have a Facebook account. So if he doesn't have an account, he doesn't want to create an account, that's just data that's now out on the internet. And it's one of those things where if he's not actively using his Facebook account, they will ban him. Mm -hmm. They will call it... They will. I want to uh, say it's say like, like you know three, three
1: months. You know you got it. Yeah, you're you're just a you're just a bot to them.
2: A lot of people, if you create the account in the quest, it will ban you right off the bat because they think it's a bot account. You have to go and verify and do all those codes and they, stuff like uh, that. Yeah, make yeah. sure you're spend a real hours, person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hours before you can use the device that you want to use that you paid money for.
3: Well, and another thing too is we're teaching the older generation how to use the phone and the internet. Um, you also got to be careful, too, because you get a lot of requests for people trying to steal your information. Yeah. You get those weird
2: sort texts, of— Texts. You get the texts that look legit. Yeah. I mean, you, you definitely get those things without being a person on the Internet, but being a person on the Internet makes it a lot, more, a lot easier to get these sort of things. You got emails. You got text messages, phone calls, uh, just friend requests on Facebook. I mean, somebody can create your profile, take a picture of you set it as it and then friend request all of your friends and then suddenly
1: well, right. here, the other thing too is that with the um, with the scams, they've gotten really. I mean, they're really they're, they're hard, hard yeah. to Don't. sometimes yeah. you know look. You know, it used to be wow, you know the the logo was totally not right or it yeah. was crooked. It was it's like uh, no, you know some of them they're yeah. legit now, and it's similar to these ransom attacks we were talking about, where these
2: the the old ransom attacks used to be. Uh, I have access to your computer. I've encrypted everything. Oh, if you do a wipe and reload, and you have a backup. It doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. Now, these are very intelligent criminals. These are very organized attacks. They spend weeks and months inside your system getting credentials. Uh, creating backdoors, doors, uh, finding out where you store your backups at so that So they know a lot of
1: stuff yeah, that when, when they even, so even out, if you were semi, you know, computer savvy, c- computer yep. savvy you're yep. starting to look through here yep. and go w- they well, they do know this stuff. Yep. If the new
2: accountant accidentally clicked on an email and now suddenly your servers infected and nobody knows it, all of the servers are infected, your entire backups are encrypted. You're you're kind of screwed at that point. Everything. It's Let's Talk Computers and Internet with (laughs) BLH217.
0: Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets. Go-go gadget phone! Gizmos and games. Shall we play a game? Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Stay informed, stay connected with
1: WMAY. It is. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on WMAY, 92.7, four seven and 9.70 a.m. If you have any questions for Bowl and uh, BLH Computers, you can give us a call, 217-629-7970. We actually have a phone call, so let's go to that, Dave. Uh, hello, you're on WMAY with Let's Talk Computers and Internet. Hi, good morning. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Great, good morning. Good, good. Hey, so I have a question.
4: I have... um. The way app on my phone and at least once a show it goes out it just stops is that normal or
1: uh I'm uh. Well, yeah yeah it'd be it'd be one of those things are you connected to uh like Wi-Fi or are you on a uh, data of any kind because sometimes the stream might actually time out
2: oh okay yes I have Wi-Fi
1: at my house but I don't know about the data. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things sometimes where if, you're, if you've if you been listening to it, like maybe for more than an hour, and it maybe just doesn't think that you're still listening, it might actually just stop because it doesn't think that somebody's there. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. So, so, just, so yeah, so sometimes it helps. It, it helps. Just needs to, Yeah, it just needs refreshed, or you just need to, if it's on your phone, you know, do something on your phone so that your phone knows that you didn't just set it down and walk away. Gotcha. All right. Thank you very much. Ah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you. If you have uh, any Firefox uh, yeah. Firefox actually has an
2: add on that is called YouTube nonstop mm. because YouTube does that. You you can't even get through a whole album and YouTube will ask you to click yes to confirm that you're still listening and then it will ask you like every 10
1: minutes after that just incredibly yes, annoying. Yes I'm still listening, yes, I'm still <laughs> listening. It's, like, it's like the Netflix yes, watching, thing after yeah. you've yep. like watched three. Are you watching? still watching? Yep. And I love how now they've changed the the answers because it used to just be yes or no and like one of them I think now is yes and please stop asking me or yeah. something just like just that. So I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm here for the long haul. Yes. I'm
2: not going to turn this off. I don't just turn YouTube on. I go do something else. I listen to the music. I want to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: want to listen. Well, I, I noticed too when uh, when me and my wife added uh, Peacock to our streaming uh, platforms of all the stuff that we were watching, uh, Peacock, when they first launched, they didn't have a. Uh you know, a pop-up that would ask no. you, are you still watching? And so me and her would fall asleep watching Office reruns. I would wake up at 3 in the morning. And Ten episodes it, oh, later, oh, yeah. it, it was four seasons yeah. <laughs> in, and yeah, so so we would we would always do that. Now they've added it to I'm where sure that's why YouTube and Netflix do that as well. People
2: fall asleep, or if you do, get up and go do something else to save bandwidth. I mean, Save well, bandwidth. And do you, you think sure? it's also
1: a, an, an, uh, an analytics thing, too, of they don't want people just starting a show – and walking away, and so then the analytics of it would be that somebody watched all of these videos when really they didn't watch. Yeah, I'm sure that's part of it, and probably a, da- a data
3: thing too. Because if you're got a, like a tablet that's connected to like Verizon or AT&T. That sort of thing. That transfers um, a lot of data. Yeah, that thing. transfers yeah, a lot of does. data back and forth. Um, so they're trying to save you on on the data part of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it is Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. Bull is in studio. If you have any questions for him, uh, 217-629-7970. And actually, we have a call I, in uh, right now. I, say, I think we have a call coming in right now. Hello, you're on WMAY. Hello, you're on WMAY.
5: Yes. Good morning. Uh, great show. Got a Thanks. quick couple uh, quick questions one is on the streaming uh, if uh, you uh, sign up for streaming services can you watch those on your mobile devices like a computer or your uh, iPhone plus can you watch them on uh, your home network
2: uh, yeah you can definitely watch them at home that's uh, probably the main place you would watch them you'd log into them on either your smart TV or you can log into them through a computer or a tablet or a laptop. Uh, some phones do have apps, like Disney Plus has an app, so yep. you can watch things on your phone. I don't know necessarily about Netflix or Hulu. Uh, but, yeah, you can definitely check those things on any of those devices. If your device will support
1: the app, you can watch it on it. I And I, I, know, I know, sir, too, that I am a Xfinity uh Customer, so I have my Xfinity cable service comes with the Xfinity uh, yeah. Stream app. Yeah. So wherever I go, I can watch, you know, my uh, my DVR services or anything like that on the go.
5: I, I have that, and I do that, uh, you know, on desperate circumstances. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, uh, how about? Uh, Again, I'm kind of new to the streaming, but there's probably about four or five services that I might be interested in. Is there? Uh, you have to do each one separately. Like for example, Netflix, uh, Discovery Plus. Um, you know, say. Peacock? Hulu. Hulu.
2: Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, that, that, yeah, you do. There's no real way to consolidate them all. I'm sure that will be something that comes down eventually and then we'll be back into basically the uh, cable packages where you can It's get- one of those things what? of
1: they all put themselves together with cable and then all the companies figured out that we can all get, you know, 799 here, 799 here so they all broke themselves yep. back out away from it. So that's why You know, When when people say cord cutters, really you have to look at them and go, you don't just have standard cable anymore, but then start asking them what streaming services do they have. Do they have Netflix? Do they have Hulu? Do they have Disney Plus? Do they have Amazon? And you start adding it all up, they probably pay more in all the streaming services put together than they did actually with cable. Somebody is going to come up with a – eventually just pay for
2: us this one account, and you get access to Netflix and uh, Amazon and –
1: Disney Plus. And the other thing with cord cutting, too, is that you have to ask them, too, do you still have internet? Because you didn't cut that cord, yeah. and that's just where a lot of stuff is coming that's through now. That's just
2: now where your,
5: your cable comes through now is the internet. Well, yep. Well, if you wanted to sign up for Netflix, for example, uh, you don't really do that on your uh, TV, do you? In other words, do you, you really would contact them with, like, a call or, or uh, something and sign up and, and give them your information, and then you access... Uh, whenever you turn your TV on and, and ask it, I suppose, uh, uh, Netflix, and it pops up, they ask for your account number and password, possibly. Is that how that works?
2: Yeah, I know I have Xfinity as well. I can just speak into my remote, so I can do, like, you know, YouTube, and it can go to YouTube. I can say Netflix, and it'll go to Netflix, Disney+, Plus, and it'll go to Disney+. Plus. Um, you can probably create an account within the apps themselves. Uh, I had an account previously, so I'm not sure, but you would definitely log into them once you create an account. Yeah,
1: you can can still go to, like, Netflix.com and, you know, create an account. Uh, If you do have a smart TV uh, and it does come, you know, with those preloaded, you know, YouTube, Netflix, Amazon, if you uh, open them up, it'll either ask you, do you want to connect your account, or it will ask you, do you want to create an account? Okay. So, yeah, you can do it through the TV or you
2: can do it through your computer, whichever is easiest for
5: you. Okay. And uh, one last question, and this is related to streaming, but uh, on the Facebook, if you just want to uh, create a fa- – what's the f- first thing you do when you say, I want to uh, create a Facebook account?
2: Just go to Facebook.com. Yeah, I would say yeah, go, to Facebook, go, yeah, go to Facebook.com, Facebook.com. click there's on a, sign up or sign up. Yeah, there's a sign up button, and it will ask you first name, last name, email address, probably a phone number, for two factor. Um, yeah, just go to Facebook.com.
5: Okay. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Come All on. right. Thank you.
3: Thank you, caller. We have another caller coming in. Ooh. Hello. You're on WMAY.
4: Good morning. How are you this morning?
3: Good. How are you? Great. Good morning.
4: Good, good. Question. Um, at work, I, I work from a, a laptop that's uh, connected to a docking station. I need to bring the laptop home and work from home, also using a docking station. Um, what do you recommend as far as I don't want to take my mouth from work to home is there, is there something called a unifying receiver that I can use, and how would I set that up?
2: Uh, yeah, any of the ones that – I'm sorry, I'm struggling with the name brand right now. But um, any of the wireless mice, they can connect to any of the receivers around them as well, as long as you pair it to it. So uh, if you have – Do it, I have to have
4: software on both both devices?
3: should install automatically, I yeah.
2: believe. The
3: software – usually Windows finds the drivers for it, and they should install yeah. that for you.
1: Because I know, right. I know, I know, at my laptop here in the building, I have about three different Bluetooth mice that are connected to that laptop. And so, if I leave my mouse here at work, I have another one at home. And so, when I walk mm-hmm. in, it just pairs with that one.
4: That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. How do I switch back and forth between my laptop and my home PC using the docking station? Um, just as, simple as plugging it plugging it into the docking station, and it.
2: I think so. I mean, if you're, if you're talking about just a receiver, yeah, moving the receiver back and forth will definitely do it. If you're talking about Bluetooth, I'm not 100% sure how you get it to stop talking to mm. one but talking to the other besides manually connecting mm. and disconnecting to the Bluetooth. I'm sure there's okay. a way to, yeah. I'll All right.
4: Thank you. Well, thank well,
3: Thanks thank thank, so much. Thank you, caller. Hi, you're on WMAY. Hello. You're on WMAY. Yeah, hi. yeah
4: I had a question for you. Um, I work from home, remotely, and I was thinking about, um, instead of using the computer that they gave me, of of getting a decent laptop, is there a laptop reasonably priced, in your opinion? Um, The kind of work I do is basically call center stuff. I'm taking, you know, 100 calls a day, 80 calls a day. Is there a a laptop that you would recommend? Uh, We have...
2: uh, so sorry for what you're wanting to do. It sounds like you're just speed is a very important thing. Um, you're gonna want something with high RAM because you're gonna be doing a lot of different exchanging programs. Uh, so anything that just has a higher end processor and a lot of RAM to it would work perfectly fine for you. We have several computers that range from 200 up to about 450, 500 or so for what you're wanting. I would recommend the 300 dollars plus range for what we have available.
4: Awesome. Okay, I'll you guys out. Appreciate it. And what's what's the
1: best place to uh, get information on BLH Computers if somebody's listening out there? So we have our
2: website, blhcomputers.com. We are available on Facebook as well. Uh, I think that's
1: it, All right. All (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for listening to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. We have one, uh, one more call, so let's go to that one, Dave. Hello, you're on WMAY. Hello,
3: you're on WMAY.
4: Yeah, I have a couple questions about time delay or latency. I've got uh, a couple examples. Sure. I've noticed the first one is that if I listen to the station through uh, the internet, it runs about a minute behind if I listen on the radio that normal
1: yes that is, that is normal because figure the signal that is going out to the radio that's pretty much instantaneously we have about a seven to ten second delay but the internet has to go through all of the processes of going to our streaming platform and all of that so you're about a, about 45 seconds to a minute is standard
4: even though every, I'm, I'm being uh, metaphorical here even though the signal is traveling at the speed of light <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: No, the uh, the the, the the internet signal still has to go through our our encoders and our processors and all of that stuff. So yeah, you're about a forty five to a minute uh, forty five seconds to a minute delay on that one.
4: The the second example is, um, for years, people will watch a sporting event on TV and then they'll listen to the broadcast on the radio because they don't like the TV broadcasters. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that when you do that through uh, the internet. Uh, TV runs about a pitch or two behind the audio. Now I'm assuming the audio uses less bandwidth, and that's why I'm getting it sooner.
1: Well, a that lot, a sense. lot, a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot of times too. Um, and I can speak to this because I used to help out with our um, our football broadcasts um, uh, that WMAY you know still does. Um, but a lot of times, what happens is is when um, when a ball game is happening, a lot of times sometimes the delay gets turned off for. The broadcast going out so it's pretty instantaneous so that's why sometimes uh, when you see people out at like football games or baseball games they might be listening to the broadcast on the radio and I mean the actual radio not like an internet stream of it um, because that still is going to have a delay but an actual radio broadcast the delay actually might be turned off so it truly is pretty synced up to what you're actually seeing Um, so that's why sometimes uh, yeah and sometimes people just like listening to the to you know to the radio broadcast because it gives them that ambience yeah. that they
4: have well, generally this is not about your show, but generally radio broadcasters do a better job than TV broadcasters who are all full they, they, of oh yeah.
1: Well, they, yeah they paint yeah. the picture because in radio there is no uh, there's no visual, so you have to paint a lot more with words. Uh, t- obviously TV has the graphics and all of the, all of the stuff that you can actually see
4: and what I did was I just minimized um. Uh, the the actual picture of the game, and then if something interesting happened, I knew I had time to go back and catch it. Yep. And we were i running about a pitch behind.
1: Oh, well, and, and sometimes too. I, I I used to do that um, when I would watch uh, like hockey games or stuff like that. Sometimes though, it's a little. Thi- uh, sometimes it can almost give you a sense of what's coming. And <laughs> I, I actually used to use it as a thing because my wife didn't know I had an earbud in, and so I would say, "Oh, this guy's gonna swing and and, and miss at this, or this guy's gonna you know hit it to left field." Did you, you know, just I, predict the? Future? Yeah, yeah, I, and, and she would like look back over <laughs> at me and think, "Wow, you're really good." And I would I, I ended up taking the earbud out and say, "I'm I'm a pitcher. Ahead of you uh, by watching this.
4: Okay, well, I just appreciate that. But like I said, it all moves at the speed of light. It still gets delayed.
3: Yeah, I know. All right, I think it's time for a commercial break. Thanks so much.
1: Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on WMAY, 92.7, 94.7, and 9.70 AM. Still got some time to get your questions in for uh, Bo, and uh, that is at 217-629-7970. We actually had kind of a, a nice uh, mix of questions today. We had uh, we had networking, we had latency, we had how to set up uh, streaming services. So uh, again, yeah, if you have any questions for us, definitely uh, get them in, 217-629-7970. Now, Bull, we've been talking you know both on air and off air uh you're a gamer so yep. w- what 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 new stuff's going on in the gaming world thank you for asking that because yeah. I, know, I am
2: actually really excited i bought the valve index earlier this week so that will be delivered either the end of the day today or monday that is steam's version of the vr it's one of the most Ooh. expensive ones out there available the commercially available i should say uh yeah it's one of the top
1: now are you uh, like are you uh, are you um uh, like a like a str- like a, a stream because th- what was the other one that you said? Uh, that, that it's like their equivalent of it. I have the Oculus Rift S. Okay.
2: Um, the Oculus Quest Two is the standalone one that like Leo has and a couple of other people have. Um, I'm not a streamer. All mm-hmm. of it's just my own gameplay mm-hmm. that I like. I just uh, yeah, I love VR. I think VR is going to be huge in the next coming years. I'm hoping that a lot more people make AAA games for it. Like Half Life Alex that came out recently, just absolutely mind blowing experience. You know, I'll be honest, I've never tried the VR. Yeah. I've never... A lot of people who are, like, anti-VR, and they've only tried the ones where it's the VR uh, headset, but you put your phone into it. So that's oh. such a non-VR version. It's such a... I don't know what a good analogy to use for it, but when you try actual, real VR... It's like it's knockoff VR. Yeah, but... It's completely different. <laughs> when you try this and it is completely immersive, it is just... It's kind of mind-blowing how almost cartoonish some of this stuff looks, but, I mean, you're there. You're actually in this world.
1: Well, and you mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago that you actually kind of hurt yourself <laughs> doing some, <laughs> VR, uh, yeah. some VR gaming because your brain thought you were in a room that had things in it that you went to go lean up against said things. A lot of people seem to get hurt
2: in VR because, yeah, it's so immersive. You actually feel like you're on top of a 200-foot tall cliff or I was in a room shooting people and I ducked down to reload my gun and I went to put my back up against the pool table that I had been ducking over and there was no pool table there. It was just my wall was like two feet away, so I just fell over and hit my head on the wall (laughs) and was like, all right, just time to take a break. It's
1: going to be a bit like...
2: <laughs> that's what happened, huh,
1: Fritz? That That's what happened, that's where, that's where that bump came from. <laughs> well, and, and I, I've heard some people, too, they get maybe a little motion sickness when they are playing VR games, because it is it almost because it's so real, but you're staying yeah. in a central location. Yep. I've gotten motion sick on just a small handful of games,
2: and they're usually the ones where uh, You can use the joystick to move the box you're in and if it moves faster than what feels realistic and you just stop on a dime yeah my stomach and my brain are like whoa i just uh." there's some space games that there's they just fling you through outer space and those i'm just pulling the headset off and just grabbing my head like i just
1: is like star is like star wars like when like the stars are going by so fast and yeah okay
2: and if you're not like it's one thing to see these on a computer screen it's another thing to see these stars as they're going past your head and like and a fight with somebody, and a grenade explodes, and there's an actual puff of smoke that takes over everywhere, and then you see somebody show up out of that smoke, and it's just VR is so so immersive. Some of the best things to do in it is the scary games because <laughs> they're just oh,
3: they the so alien scary. pops out. Yeah, like,
1: do they, do, do they make uh, sports games? Like I mean, like you know, like Madden. Like is Madden or anything like that in VR, or is uh, it more just because they'd almost have to then make the game for a player? And you'd have to see it in the form of a player. Yeah. That so thing-
2: they definitely do have some. They're not like Madden or like football or soccer per se. There's some sports games where it's like you're in outer space flying around and you throw a basketball through a hoop, essentially. Yeah. Um,
1: Like Space Jam, basically. Yeah,
2: they're they're kind of hard to do because you still are grounded. You still do have your feet on the ground, even if you're flying through the air or you're not running (laughs) up to kick a soccer ball or you're not jumping in the air to catch a football because then you crash into your TV, so you don't want to do that.
1: It is. Let's talk computers and internet with BLH Computers. Bolas in studio for a little while longer. Uh, if you have any questions, two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. We've uh, we've covered the uh, we've covered the Windows three sixty five today. The Hubble uh, telescope is back up and running on its main uh, you know main I guess you would Mission. say platform. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got uh, talked about ransomware hitting uh, Virginia Tech. The technology for the older generation. We've just covered a whole bunch of stuff and uh, some great calls today too. So yeah. Uh, yeah. if you if you can't get in today obviously I listen every single saturday that did to ten.
2: Me. uh we had the person uh, ask about the older people in tech if you do have any kind of issues using any kind of tech if you need help with anything like that that is part of what we provide we can provide some kind of support we're not going to do everything for you a lot of it will be tried to teach you okay you move the mouse click on this link this is how it will walk you through to reset your password but that is a service that we offer as well if you just need help with your microsoft account if you're locked out of your facebook account Bring it to us, and we will try and help you walk through the steps. It really helps if uh, any of your accounts are two-factor authenticated. If the person whose phone that is is with you, we had somebody come in who forgot all their passwords and was like, okay, it's going to send a message to this phone number. Which of you two that are here now have this phone number? And the one guy's like, oh, that's my girlfriend. She's at this place. We can try and call her, and she wasn't available, so it took over a half hour. And Yeah, two-factor's great. Have that person available to give you the little six-digit code if you're trying to have us. Well, I, I did. I, I did find that the that
1: that uh, uh, Newsweek article or whatever it was about the older generation, they were at the very bottom. It said something like, "Well, you can watch these videos online." And I kind of thought, "Well, if they can't even get onto the yeah. computer, how are they supposed to get to this <laughs> website that is for that?" Just load up that. the
2: Internet Explorer. You just go to YouTube. You just type in "how to go to YouTube" on YouTube, and then you'll find videos. You can find anything you want on the internet. You can also find us at 1832 Stevenson Drive here in Springfield. You can find us at 123 West Main Cross in Taylorville, 832 South Main in Jacksonville. You can find us online at BLH Computer.